Welcome to the Guardrail Podcast. This is a podcast about what it looks like when you ask God to give you eyes to see and ears to hear. We describe all the many things God has shown us as we have pursued a deeper walk with Him. I'm Rachel. And I'm Fa. Talk to any 80-year-old, okay? And they'll say, I'm young. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, this morning on my way home from work, there's a little bit of an issue. A little distraction happened, and I... I engaged in my first motor vehicle accident. (laughs) (laughs) Coming off of 12 hours overnights, you know, traffic on the Cape um, is bad. What I'm learning is this is bad all the time. it's starting to like suck now, huh? Well, they're doing bridge work. And so they have to, I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do for the summer. They better get that crap done because it's going to (laughs) be awful. (laughs) I may just need to camp out on the beach and live by the ocean for the whole summer yeah. while I'm there. But anyway, um, I was at a stoplight. No, where was I? I don't even know where. This is the problem. I'm so tired. I don't even know what I was doing. That's why I mm. engaged in a accidental collision. Motor vehicle collision. <laughs> it was my <laughs> fault. It was the first time I've ever gotten in an accident. Um, but it wasn't really an accident, though. Um, we were in traffic and... I didn't see that the car stopped in front of me, but I was mm. going two miles an hour. So I bumped the car in front of me. Yeah. Like, I don't, honestly, wasn't even 100% sure I hit her. But well, you bend the plate a little bit because I saw that. Did you? Yeah. Well, anyway, I couldn't even tell. Like, I slammed on the brakes, obviously, once I saw the car wasn't yeah. moving in front of me. Um, but you know what's weird, though, is like leading up to that, I don't know what, what, what was causing the i don't know what i was doing like did i fall asleep i don't know what happened but um i should not be laughing at this yeah no i I wasn't even gonna tell you but i decided to tell you um so (laughs) i bumped the car in front of me and like you know you slam on your brakes i'm like did i hit the car or was it just me like forcefully slamming yeah you know but i did hit the car and then she was like just pull over you know because we were like in a heavy traffic spot so I pull over and she gets out and she's like looking at her bumper and she was like, I I, I don't say I don't see any damage. And she's like, I don't have time for this explicit word. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, just be careful. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I think I fell asleep. I don't know what happened. But anyway, all's well. There was no injuries. Um, Yeah. I made it out okay. I don't even think I'll have any kind of post-traumatic stress because of it i i think i'm gonna be all right and i think the lady in front of me was fine i think she was just annoyed and i felt bad too because oh what on kind of her car way was she out, driving i never asked you that i don't know it was nice green piece I, of crap i don't know okay i didn't look at her car at all i barely looked at <laughs> the road yeah. this morning <laughs> but no i i felt bad too because there was like a massive pothole like right in front of her to get on the road and she like scraped the crap out of the bottom of her, her car oh, so i'm like jeez this lady's having a bad day like her Oof. car is having a bad day already yeah so i kind of felt bad but i was very grateful that she didn't like give me a hard time because there wasn't any damage i mean i was like i don't even see that i hit her car you know yeah and i didn't even notice that my plate was bent i don't think it is it i think was it was very like little. that you wouldn't you would look at it and not notice i think that but it I was like that you notice because i have eyes care. okay well there's certain things I observe and certain things you observe, I guess. Of course, yeah. But all's well. And these are just um, fun stories about <laughs> night shift working. A little banter. <laughs> little, that, little, yeah. Just a little small talk here. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is a good segue into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Do you know what we're going to talk Hit about? Hit me fun? with it, yeah. All right. So what we're going to talk about today. All right. So it's kind of like a backstory with this because I feel like all of these visions are like I'm usually feeling a certain way and I'm talking to God about it. And then like, oh, my God, there's just like God's talking to me. He's telling me why I'm so um, distressed (laughs) or whatever. I don't know. I'm like, God, why? Why is it like this? You know, I equate it to be like, you know, as a kid, like I feel or at least is my tendency to be more childlike. And I think it's working with God is like, you know how like kids and toddlers are be like, Oh, why, why dad? Why does the sky blue? Or right. Why is the ground, 
made of dirt, you know, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just because it is. Oh, you know, why did you do that? And like, why, 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 why? Everything's a why. Like, I feel like that kid. I feel yeah. like that toddler with God. I'm like, wow. God, why? Nice why do I feel like this? Why is this happening? Why is the by the 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 sky blue? <laughs> why did I hit that lady today? <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I'm asking God because all right. So here's the situation. Prior to what God showed me, I was feeling horrible. Um, and I don't even know a good way to describe it. I was feeling bad. And it was because I was having a conversation with a friend. And this friend was talking about, um, like, just, I don't know, observations with people we know. And and it wasn't even like talking crap. It wasn't even like, oh, like this is just mean, you know, whatever. Right. Um, he's talking about these people we know and like kind of like analyzing certain behaviors. And, and I was like, I, hey, you know, going along. And like you kind of agree. Like I agreed with what was being said because it's like, okay, this is what's happening. It's not even like gossip. It's just blatant. Like this is, they're doing these behaviors. Yeah. You kind of been like, again, like, why are they doing that? Like, what's leading them to that? You know, or like, what's happening here? Why are they, why are they aligning themselves with these people? And this are the outcomes. Like, why did this all happen? Yeah. And we're just talking about it. And again, it wasn't even like we we're saying anything bad. And, um, you know, I don't have, I, I didn't feel like I needed to re- like repent like I was gossiping or something. It wasn't like that. It was just like, it just made me feel bad. It made me feel like bogged down somehow. And like this person was talking about different things in their life and, um, which is okay. Uh, it just, again, it just kind of made me feel like I had too many voices in my head. It was like, now I feel like I have the opinion of this person and my own opinion and I'm trying to hear God and just felt bogged down. I just felt like almost congested and like, like emotionally, like I felt like, like I needed to be decompressed kind of. Um, so I don't know if you've ever felt like that. It's just like, you know, you just like almost like almost stimulated with just like, you know, things that you have no control over, like other people's behavior or, you know, sad stuff. It's like, you feel bad about certain things. You know, it's like, I feel bad that these people are doing this and they don't see that they're doing this and this is causing X, Y, and Z and they just seem to be blind towards it and there's nothing I can do to change it and just makes me feel bad, you know? And so... I'm, I'm, you know, contemplating my life here and like everything else, you know, I'm like, God, why did it feel so horrible? You know? Yeah. And, um, like I said, I'm just, I'm praying about this and I'm like, oh God, I just, I feel like I just need to decompress here. Like you just need to like get all the junk off of me. Like, I feel like I've been vomited on verbally right? and it was not the intention of the conversation at all. And it's like weird, but you just come away from that conversation feeling horrible and like, and you don't even know why. You know, so yeah. that's how I felt. And I was asking God about it. And I was just like, oh, man, it's so strange. And I started to see this person I was talking to carrying um, like stuff with them, like just like ornaments and like weird nonsense. It was like a pumpkin and a, like a little Joker doll and like a bottle of wine. And I saw him like this person come over to my house and um like I think he had brought things with him to my house and yeah. I saw him come inside and I saw inside my house. It was like, I was moving. There was like so many boxes inside my house and it was like, I'm like packing up stuff and it was just like, there was just crap everywhere. It was kind of like, you know, you're moving You're just, yeah. things are chaotic and it's just weird. And I saw this person like talk to me and I was like talking to them. And then he like, this person left all of the, the stuff he was carrying at my house. Yeah. And then he left. But he left his, this crap at my house, like his little Joker doll and the bottle of wine and the pumpkin like thing. I don't want that. Like, why did you leave? It's like almost he brought a favor over to my house or something. Like, you know, like yeah. a housewarming gift. It's like, hey, I brought this crap for you I don't want. I'm going to leave it here. And so I was like, oh, that's so strange. What am I seeing? You know, I'm praying. Yeah. Like, but it's it's weird because I saw it and I was almost like, I feel like this. Like, this is actually, this actually feels like what I feel. And like this, I'm seeing this. It feels like what I'm feeling. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. What I'm seeing is how I'm feeling. Yes, it does. It's like I feel like I have all these boxes in my house or my heart, and it's just like stuff, you know, I don't want. And um, and I saw Jesus like come over and like he was like helping me pack up boxes. And I'm praying about it, and I'm like, oh God, like what is going on? What is this crap that he left here? And what is going on? You know, and. 
um, I'm like, you know, talking to Jesus and Jesus is in there. Like, he's like, I'm going to help you move these boxes. Jesus said, and he's like packing stuff up. And I saw like weird figurines and ornaments all over like my counters and like just stuff from who knows where. And he's like packing them up in boxes and trying to get rid of them and stuff. Like we're about to move it all out and declutter my space. And I'm asking God, yeah, God, please declutter my space. Like my mind and my heart feels cluttered right now. Right. Declutter it, you know? And I was like, what is this stuff that he brought here and left here? Like, what does that mean? He was like, don't worry about what it means. It's things that he's carrying and he left it with you. So things that he's carrying, he's leaving behind. He dumped him off at your house. <laughs> he dumped him off with you. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want it. Like, get rid of it, you know? Yeah. Um, that little creepy joker is creepy and I don't like it here, you know? Um, so even the bottle of wine, I'm like, I don't want that, you know? And it seems like that might be a good thing to have, but whatever. So anyway, to say all that, I started to pray into this more. And I'm like, why did this happen? What is going on here? What's the dynamic here? And I started to see my house and it was like, um, there was a porch and I saw there was like a mailman outside and he was carrying boxes and he was like ringing my doorbell and he was trying to get me to open up the door to deliver these boxes. And Jesus was like, listen, the only boxes that you want come from my hand. Don't open up the door to the mailman. Yeah. It's like, there are people always trying to deliver something to you. Don't open the box. And I was like, oh, okay. And I saw like outside, I looked outside and there were just freaking boxes everywhere in the yard, unopened boxes, like cardboard boxes. Like they had something in them. I didn't know what was in them, but there was just like boxes falling from the sky. Like these creatures, like these bird creature demon things were like carrying, (laughs) like delivering like storks. Wow. They were like delivering boxes. They were dumping them all over my yard, all over my house. They were like people were walking on the streets and I saw some lady being squashed by a box that one dropped on her, just squashed her by this big box. And, um, I saw like somebody I know, um, sitting on a park bench and like there were just boxes being delivered to her from everywhere. And this person was just kept opening up these boxes inside the boxes were like these little creatures and they would like attack her and like scratch her face and like get all in her hair and like just just completely mess with her and and it was horrible and like yeah. no matter how many boxes she opened with these creatures inside she just kept opening boxes she just kept ripping open boxes as soon as a box would come she just keep opening it and it all come out at her yeah yeah and i was like geez god what is happening what is going on like i said they were on my roof and and it, and he was like, uh, I was like, what do these boxes mean? And and he was like, oh, these are burdens. I was like, they're burdens? He's like, yeah. Wow. He's like, the enemy is always trying to burden you. He's like, you're literally getting burdens from every direction. From everywhere you look, you're getting bombarded with burdens. Yeah. Wow. He's like, from social media, from the news, from each other, you know, <laughs> just from s- situations in life. And he's like, just don't open the boxes. Don't open the boxes. And the boxes that were left here, I'll get rid of them for you. Well, and I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, look. And he was like picking up this random box in my um, yard. He was like, look, this one's not even addressed to you. How well, did you get it? Yeah. Someone left it here. You know, yeah. someone left their burden on your doorstep. And I saw my, my porch had all these burdens, these boxes that I didn't open. I didn't let them inside. But they're just packing like stock... Um, building up on my porch and i was like geez what is happening he was like you guys are always trying to burden each other you're always wow. taking your burdens to each other when you could just be taking them to me and he's like i love getting rid of burdens and he was like when you let people come in they will leave their burdens with you he's like don't take their burdens on the things that they're carrying they're going to leave with you so that you carry it. And he said, but what we're supposed to do is come to me and I will give you rest. And I, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. I'll get rid of your burdens for you. Come to me and I'll take care of it. And so I saw him. He's like, you like you like bonfires, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I saw him like go in my house and take all these burdens and um, go over to the fire pit outside and throw them on the fire. And we we're like roasting marshmallows, you know, because I yeah. like s'mores, you know, like any good American. Um, you know, we're, we're uh, 
roasting s'mores off of these burdens. He's like, man, I'll burn these up any day. He's like, anytime you want me to come and take away your burdens, just come and ask. And I saw him, he like, he like changed outfits. He had like this, um, like garbage man outfit on and he had this huge dump truck where he was just the garbage truck and he was like i'm gonna come and collect all your burdens he's like i love collecting burdens he's like i will do it anytime (laughs) and so i saw him come and like get all the burdens out of my house and all over my porch and just throw them in the in the um you know the garbage truck to get rid of them and he was like let's play baseball I was like, okay. And he was like, here, take a bat. And he threw me a box and I just smashed it with the baseball bat. (laughs) Like we were just having fun getting rid of these burdens. He was like, man, I'm telling you. He's like, everybody is overburdened. He's like, you do not have a moment. Like the enemy, it's a tactic of the enemy. He's like, let's bog everyone down with burdens. Let's make them worry about all of the new world events like hey you know what's happening now in saudi arabia you freaking yeah. 50 years ago no one knew really and but now yeah. everyone knows you know it's like you don't need that burden you, you just don't need it yeah you don't need to know every fake news nonsense on facebook and pass it around to each other like hey yeah. did you hear about like oh they're the vaccine has nanobots in it it's going to destroy you and your children <laughs> don't take the vaccine let me forward that to all of my friends it's like, stop burdening each other and just yeah. give me your burdens. Take your burdens to me. And and that was what was happening. It was like, you know, we were discussing the events of, of someone else's life and we just ended up burdening ourselves with, yeah. with the worry of it. And it was like, just yeah, take well. it to me and I will give you rest. And um, and so, yeah, I, I had to repent because I'm like, my goodness, yeah, this makes sense. You know, like I feel cluttered. I feel obstructed. Because I have all these boxes accumulating in my house and they're just things I'm carrying. And I was never meant to be carrying any burdens. Like, I think God's pretty clear about that, you know. Um, cast all your cares on him. Um, be- cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Yeah, We don't have to carry this stuff. It's just not something we have to do. And actually, I already, like, um, I, I want to say this might be, like, my one of my favorite um, psalms. And it's kind of like a lengthier passage, but it's worth reading. It's Psalms 55. Um, And David's, you know, obviously talking here. It says, listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me, and I am distraught. Because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked. For they bring down suffering on me and assail me in their anger. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I would have the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry in my place of shelter, far from the tempest and storm. Lord, confuse the wicked, confound their words. For I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they prowl about on its walls. Malice and abuse are within it. Destructive forces are at work in the city. Threats and lies never leave its streets. If an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. If a foe were rising against me, I could hide. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, whom uh, with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship at the house of God, as we walked about amongst the worshipers. Let death take my enemies by surprise. Let them go down alive in the realm of the dead, for evil finds lodging among them. As for me, I call to God, and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning, and noon, I cry out in distress, and he hears my voice. He rescues me unharmed from the battle waged against me, Mm. even though many oppose me. God, who is enthroned from of old, who does not change, he will hear them and humble them because they have no fear of God. My companion attacks his friends. He violates his covenant. His talk is smooth as butter, yet war is in his heart. His words are more soothing than oil, yet they are drawn swords. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. But as for me, I will trust you. And like, that's the thing. Like, David's having a hard time here. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> Clearly, he's yeah. a little burdened. But he knows what to do. Right. 
Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And that's it. I mean, it is it is simple, but it's hard to do, especially when we are conditioned to carry it. Right. Um, and, and we're conditioned to give it to each other. And the thing right. is, is like Galatians talks about, you know, take on each other's burdens, but it's not to keep them. It's to help you lift up your burden to God. That's the difference. It's like many hands make light work. So yeah. when you're overburdened and you come to me and you say, hey, this is what's going on. Instead of me harboring it and taking it for you, I'm going to help you lift it up to God. I'm going to help you, you know, bend at the knees, man. We're going to lift this up together to God and to prayer. And and so like that's what we're called to do. Um, I think, you know, all the anxiety and the fear and just misery that seems to be plaguing people mentally and emotionally these days is because we're just constantly bombarded by burdens. And it's a, a really smart tactic by the enemy because like who doesn't want to open up a delivery package, you know, like who doesn't want to open up and see what's inside? Yeah. Even if they know what's inside is just misery. Um, and so like, anyway, that was what God was showing me about, like just, you know, casting my cares on him. Um, you know, I had that conversation with somebody and was like, okay, I took on that burden, but not to lift it up to God, but just to keep it. And it made me feel miserable. And, um, and so now I've learned that. So say if you come to me and you're going to be like, ah, you know, this is happening, this isn't happening. I'm like, okay, no, let's immediately ask That's God right. to take it. Yeah. Um, because I don't want your burden. I don't want your crap. I don't want what you're carrying. Um, I want you to be free of it. That's the goal. I don't want to take it on for myself. So. Um, the fact that in your vision, mm-hmm. um, Jesus was happy to take your burden says a lot about him. Yeah. He is so good. Yeah. He's just having fun getting rid of your burdens. He's just making you like hit it with a baseball bat and <laughs> yeah. burning it up. And he has a outfit for it and mm-hmm. a garbage truck. Yeah. It's just so good. It's kind of, it's, it's really wild to me because I think, you know, up until this point, I've my, you know, you know, God is good and you know that he loves you. And these are things yeah. you know, but until you really know it, you don't mm. believe it. Yeah. I mean, you can say you believe it, but your heart doesn't completely comply with yeah. what your mind is knowing. It's like, well, yeah, I know God's good and I know he's not like disappointed with me, but I don't know that I really know that. Yeah. And the more I see and I seek Jesus's face, the more I see him in these like God shows me him. Like, And, mm. and it's funny because when I say I see Jesus, I do see him. And it doesn't always look the same. Like sometimes he just has different features. And um, I don't know why, but that's just the case for me. But it's like he is is more than happy to be with me. Uh, and and even even in his correction, and there's yeah. plenty of that. Like I will, I'm sure I've I don't even know if I've already like yeah I've I've definitely shared some of like the things I'm like I gotta repent. Um, even some of the more things that you would think it would be harsher. Yeah, it feels healthy. It feels good to be corrected by him because it's kind. I mean, the word says it's his kindness that brings us to repentance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's kind and he's more than happy to take away burdens. It's like easy work for him, you know? Right. And it's funny because what's well, like, his delight yeah. to do things like that for you. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, he, he delights in us. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of wild. And you know, like when I'm praying for people, um, I see his expression for people sometimes and it's overwhelming to me. Like anyone that has been prayed for me will know I'll probably start bawling Yeah, because I'm overwhelmed by what I think it's what he's feeling. I'm just getting like some small yeah. minute aspect of his emotion for that person and it overwhelms me and I cry like excessively. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing that gets me the most about that is it is like his, he is, I don't know the right way to describe his expression when he's looking at someone when I'm praying for him. Like, for instance, I was Friday night or last Friday, I was praying for someone I know. And this person, you know, I don't know why. I just, I just felt like I had to pray for this person. And so I was, and the whole, the whole scenario, it was like, it was like a beautiful love story. It was like, this person was sitting, it's actually gonna make me cry now talking about it because it was just so pure yeah and just 
full of joy and, and, and just love. And it was like this person was sitting in a, in a field of wildflowers and he was just picking flowers for her. And the way he looked at her overwhelms me. Yeah. Because it's the way he looks at me too. Wow. And it was just like adoration in his eyes. It was just wild. And like even in my wildest dreams, I never knew that Jesus felt like that about us. Even though the Bible said, even though we know he went to the cross to die for us. That makes more sense when I see a glimpse of his face in one of these visions and how he adorns people and how he looks at them. And he's like, man, I'll do anything for you. I literally yeah. will do anything for you. Um in, in the and point of has, death, yeah. yeah, like to death, you know? Wow, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I don't know where I was going with that initially, but, um, you know, he's not displeased with us. I think no. I always have this 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 thought that, like, I'm always wrong and I always have to, I'm a no good sinner, you know, like I thought a bad thing. Yeah. I said, a, I shouldn't have said that. I cussed, you know, like. Yeah, most people always think that God's annoyed with them. I was like, oh, yeah. you're like, it's not. No. <laughs> he isn't. He isn't. No, it's wild. And like, so uh, yeah, what I was saying is like, most of the time when I'm praying for people, it's all about how much he loves that person. Yeah. It's never like, oh yeah, you got to stop doing this. Don't do that. You, you know, mm. like I said, it, that's, yeah. I've, I've yet to find a, like a vision or whatever when I'm praying for someone that it's like that. It's like, God says, stop I, doing that. Yeah. Re I don't repent. Even, <laughs> mm, it's, yeah. And it's not like that. And even if it is a corrective sort of word, you wouldn't even know it. I'm like, oh my God, I think that was like a corrective thing, yeah. but you wouldn't know it because it's in his kindness. He's not yeah. doing it to make you feel like crap about yourself. He's doing it because he actually wants you to feel good to repent. You know, yeah. it's a healthy choice. Well, yeah, the way he, he sees it is like you're sinning or you doing this thing. You're, he causes you to suffer. He yeah. doesn't want you to yeah, suffer. It's he doesn't true. want you to suffer. Right. He's like, let me get this sin off of you because I want you to feel good. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. His whole thing is like, I died for you, so you, you know, I don't, I don't want you to live this way. Yeah. Let me get the shame off of you. Let me get this depression off of you. This, all, all these things are not from me. Right. Like, he didn't die for you to feel that way. Yeah. You're actually negating his um, work on the cross. When you mm -hmm. walk around feeling ashamed or burdened and this and that, you just, <laughs> any time, he's just willing, he's just waiting for you to make a decision so you could, you know, get rid of all that crap that's on you. Yeah, it's true. Um, it makes you wonder about people who <laughs> I'm Brazilian and we have a lot of prophets. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. our church is all about the prophets. You know, like yeah. churches I grew up with. And, you know, people love to go see a prophet, like say a bunch of crap about other people. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, those really, really bad words and those revelations from God or whatever. Yeah, and it's like yeah. I've, just, I've seen so many people say so many nasty things about people that were just in the service or whatever it's like yeah, oh, god sees terrifying. you doing this and that you, you gotta stop and people <laughs> yeah. like yeah oh my god i was god. like where is that now you know i was like god i don't know but now seeing how you know watching like the way god deals with people it's like mm -hmm. i don't think that was god you know what i mean like yeah. you could have a spirit on you that will reveal things that you know, people are doing it behind closed doors or whatever, but I don't think that comes from God. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't think it does. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I do think if you hold, I mean, I don't know. We all been taught whatever, and the Bible talks about different stuff with this, but like, you know, I mean, you look at the prophets in the Old Testament, it's like they weren't saying nice things or popular things to the Israelites. So I think if you hold the house of the prophet, like you're like a prophet, like it's legit or something. I don't know who decides yeah. it, but like, hey, like that's I told a you today, like I told you today, this you is get exactly why I married you. What? Because you think good. <laughs> <laughs> you could I'm live smart. <laughs> you could live today mm -hmm. in the Old Testament if you want to. You know what I mean? Like some people choose to live that way. Some people choose to live under the law or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you know, prophets are like back then they were they were nasty you know what i mean like they were well not, not yeah, everybody but, you know. i mean what i was trying to say about that though is like okay you're right but from what we have as an example is like if you hold the house of a prophet right 
then you're going to get words that are unfavorable for the population. Um, so like, you know, you have the con- it's almost right. like condemning words or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've not studied this and there are people who know more than I do about it. But, <laughs> um, you know, it, whatever. It's like, oh, then it's like, it's okay. Like if you're like legit a prophet, then okay. Then it's maybe it's not going to be all rainbows and kittens or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, again, I don't know enough to really speak about that. But what I've been <laughs> told is that you have people who are prophets and then you have prophetic words and prophetic utterances and that's like you know should be according to the word exhortation encouragement edification these things should be if you're going to get a prophetic word for somebody it should be those things edifying exhorting um and encouragement if it's not then you're going to have to go ask god if you should be telling that to that person yeah Um, because it could do more damage than good some people just pick the first one exhortation you know what i mean yeah I, i don't know I, here's my my thing on it and i'm not saying i i'm not, i don't know what you want to call it you can call it whatever you want to if i pray for somebody i first ask the holy spirit holy spirit what are you trying to say here yeah and then i see stuff and i repeat it and i hope and pray in faith that i was seeing what god was telling me and it's it's all that's that's it and so if well you have you ever that, been wrong do you think that you ever you know i don't know maybe no there are times no, i no. don't understand it i can tell you that you, like you haven't you know what i mean like if you pray that way like holy spirit show me holy spirit what do you want to say about it's never wrong well i mean there is a human factor in it there is yeah but you know like i think still even with the human factor maybe i yeah but what you have to remember is like you have the holy spirit talking to you Mm -hmm. and he's saying you know he's showing you things but the holy spirit is also talking to the other person you know i mean there there's like a there is a work of the Holy Spirit being done in both parties. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. you may get wrong, the Holy Spirit on the other person corrects it. That's you know true. I mean? That's true. And actually, like I've had, I've prayed for somebody where I saw them. I, I didn't know what it meant. I was not yeah. given an explanation. I was like, I just see you standing on a mountain, like enjoying the views. Yeah. I don't know what that means, you know, and I'm like kind of like poking around. I'm like, oh my God, you know, show him new things, you know, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I didn't really, I didn't feel like I was on point with that. But later on, I learned that like God spoke to him what he needed to hear. And it wasn't really about me, you know, and what I was interpreting of it. He exactly. got the right interpretation yeah. because the Holy Spirit was speaking to his heart. So I saw that the Holy Spirit was speaking to him. So no worries that I didn't maybe get it right or whatever it was. I'm not sure what happened there. It, but, you know, when you are relying on the Holy Spirit and you're asking for his will, not yours, then you're going to get it. You're going to yeah. get his will. And that's what you ultimately want. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, there's this is the thing with the prophetic words for people and stuff. It's like, okay, say you are a prophet and God is telling you some like wild things about somebody maybe. You know, I, I've had, I've seen people been like, not receiving encouraging words, but they were right. It's like, you're doing this, you're doing that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this guy's like, oh my God. And, you know, as we say in Christendom, <laughs> reading their mail, you know? It's like, that guy read that dude's mail, you know what I mean? Oh, like, wow. he knew what he was doing in the secret of bad secret yeah. stuff, you know? And he said it. And, and in, and in, like, it was right. But yeah. was it, an appropriate time to just like read this dude's mail in front of the whole congregation and make in like embarrass him. I don't know. Yeah. So like, there's a whole aspect of like, Hey, you may know something, but should you say it right now? I don't know. So maybe that's part of what you were experiencing I, in Brazil. Yeah. It's kind of like, I well, seriously, and I know this, like God knows me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't show me something you don't want me to say. You know what I mean? Cause uh, I would say it. Well, I have like, I'm not going to say I have no filter. I'm going to say that, you know, I, I'm a little dumb sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, don't show me th- stuff that you don't want I me think to say because I will say it. <laughs> so not to be saying you're dumb, but I think that's part of it. Like, you'll say something and then later you're like, oh, that's what, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said it. It's yeah. like you say it without thinking. I guess that's probably what that means, no filter. But it's like yeah, you see I, something from God and then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. Um, I've had this conversation like, with God. I was like, "Don't, if you, <laughs> don't show me stuff that you don't, don't show me say. something." Yeah, because and, and you know what's funny? And I I felt that God said, "I won't." You know what I mean? Yeah, like because that's he, true. because He knows you. Yeah, because He knows you. you Can I say that thing I said yeah. the other day? What? 
about um no, it's not nothing bad, but remember last meeting we had, I was telling everybody that, you know, I was in the shower and God was talking to me about him knowing what I'm like. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Go ahead. Um, because so so I was in the shower and two Fridays ago, I was getting ready for our meeting or whatever or whatever. Um and I so that day I had like a really good prayer time in my car. Once I dropped the girls off from, to like I dropped them off at school and I you know I drove home or whatever, so I'm in the car, and I'm like I have forty minutes before I have to work, so I'm gonna pray now, and I did, and the prayer time was really really good mm-hmm. inside the car for forty minutes. Um, the rest of that week my prayer time wasn't great, because mm-hmm. you know sometimes you pray you see a lot of stuff sometimes you you pray and it's just like work mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah but that. Prayer time was really good in the car. So um, I think, Addie, sleep talking. <laughs> I think it, what I got from that week was like, I'm going to pray in the morning because in the morning I'm fresh and I'm not tired because I've been praying at night and at, at night it's just like, oh, I'm tired. You know, yeah. it's not as good yeah. of a prayer. But, you know, I was like, that day I decided, I was like, I'm just going to pray in the mornings and it's going to be good. So I'm in the shower that afternoon. And, you know, just, God just starts talking to me. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, what I had the impression is like, I really like your plan here. Like, you know, pray in the morning, you feel better or whatever. Um, And I'm like, okay. So I felt like God said, pray during the week, take the weekends off. Mm. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, okay. So, um, so I'm like, okay, okay, God, I'll do that. But the thing is, me, right? I like, I like, like, I like making lists and I like checking things off the list in my mm-hmm. mind, right? Like, I got to get this, 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 this done before I pray. And then I can have a good time praying. And then the enemy is like, oh, you know, you don't, that's not right. The enemy is like, you're not, that's not right. I just felt like the enemy said, say that to me. It's like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. You can't do that to God. You can't just do your things first and then come to God and whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then have your prayer time. And then God told me, he's like, no, that's exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. It's like you you like doing that. Like that's how your mind works. You mm-hmm. you like taking care of things and then you do the good things last. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, God's like you could. Because when you have kids, right? Mm-hmm. You can observe what your kids are like, and you got to treat them differently because they're different, you know, they're different people. They have their own yeah. identity or whatever. God showed me that in that moment. It's like, I accept you doing what you want to do this way because it's who you are. That's how I made you. Yeah. It's like, God's like, <laughs> God's telling me these things in the shower. I'm not even praying. It's like, that's, that's how I made you. If you want to check a couple things off your list before you come and pray with me and be with me. It's I accept that. That's completely fine. You don't have to follow other people's rules about things. You know what I mean? Like you do your own thing. You do your, you know, you kind of like you follow your nature and that's pleasing to God. Like Mm -hmm. you, you exercising, you know, your, your personality and how God made you Mm -hmm. instead of following some, somebody else's list of things you got to check out, whatever. It's pleasing to God. He loves you that way. You know what I mean? Like he, he delights in that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy about that because, um, I could tell you a half a dozen pastors I've heard in my life tell me that you have to wake up and pray right away. You yeah. have to give your first fruits to him yeah. and everything, you know, and that, and that really, not that that's wrong per se, but like every relationship is different. Yeah. So like what works in our marriage doesn't work in someone else's marriage. And why is that wrong to look different and to do what mm. is right with your relationship with God? Yeah. You know? And like, yeah, like it's kind of like I equate how you are. It's almost like if you, you know, you put a nice juicy steak and then Brussels sprouts and then like mashed potatoes. Well, for me... 
I would eat the Brussels sprouts first. I enjoy that least. <laughs> and then I would take my exactly. time with the mashed potatoes and exactly. I would eat the steak last because yeah. that's the best part. And it's the same thing with As you. As I was saying that, I thought that's one of the things that came to my mind. Like when I eat, yeah, I go around my plate eating the worst first yeah. and save the best for last. Yeah. And guess what? It's okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> like God's not going to be like, you wretched soul <laughs> what does it sound like when people are like you have to pray like this you have oh to do that it sounds like religion yeah well that's and you I you know what are the religions out there where people are like you know four times a day you gotta pray for you gotta do this you know what i mean like when the bell rings you gotta you know perform you gotta pray you gotta do <laughs> that's that. right yeah it's that's all religion it's religion and, and you know um yeah i mean it's religion and like i went i went to I went to the factory where religious people are made. Yeah. And in my time there, um, I learned that, like, that's what you do. You yeah. wake up and you give your first morning moments with Jesus. And then you sacrifice all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, going to chapel one day and listening to um, some guy talk about, um, like, how you shouldn't watch TV anymore. And, like, you can't watch movies and this and that, which... Incidentally, now I don't do that, but not because I was told I have to do it. Yeah, it was a choice I made because yeah. I want to, um, and not that it's wrong to watch TV or movies. Uh -uh. It's not. And I remember at the time I was like, "What the, what the crap is this?" You know, it's like I can't even have an, any enjoyment now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't watch anything. I can't do anything to relax. I can't, you know, this and that. Here's the thing. Religion will tell you what you have to do. Jesus will ask you, what do you want to do here? You know, yeah. like the relationship is about you and him. So you have to go to Jesus and be like, what works for us? Not work, what works for Rachel and yeah. you? And what works for Fa and you, Jesus? What works for you and I? What yeah. do you want to see happen here? Mm -hmm. How does our marriage work? How does our relationship work? And that's okay. Um, and that's healthy. Because like, I have not met a husband and wife um, that have boasted of a successful marriage copying the marriage of their friend and his wife. Yeah. It it doesn't work. They're different yeah. people. Some things stay true, but yeah, there's, you know, the I mean, details. there's fundamental truths like, yeah. hey, uh, yeah, there's fundamental truths in all marriage and relationships. Like, okay, you're going to be married. Don't cheat on that person. Yeah. You know, like love them, um, this and that, you know be committed same thing with god like yeah there's fundamental truths here that don't really change as far as relationships go it's like yeah love the lord your god with all your heart soul and mind yeah lean not on your own understanding that's a fundamental thing like don't have any other gods before him yep, yep. ten commandments all day long <laughs> yeah don't deviate from that yeah let's not be crazy here god's not gonna ask you or allow you to do something that's yeah, yeah. clear not contrary Sin. to his word <laughs> please refer to the bible if you're confused uh, yeah. um yeah, like God's not going to be like, hey, it's okay for you to go shoot that person. They deserve it. You know, like, yeah. nah, not like that. That's not the voice <laughs> of God. That's not what we're saying. You need medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the devil. It's such um, a good talk. I love this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know how we ended up over here in this topic from burdens, but. Do you was, want to tell the honey a, thing? No. It's later. so good. Come on. It later. goes with this so well. Um. I feel like I did talk about that already. Kind do of. it again. Well, okay. Well, it kind of goes into a different subject matter as far as my visions go. Oh, just tell the honey part. Uh, all right. And then I guess I'll reference it next podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I was praying and I was like, God, I just, I want as much of you as I can humanly have on this earth. Like, yeah. That is what I want. Take me from glory to glory. Like, I want all that I can have here of you. As close as I humanly can be to you, that is what I want. And as I was doing that, my hands were lifted and I was like crying because I was like, it was like a in his presence moment, you know? Mm. And I was feeling his presence. And what I saw was him like reaching down from heaven and slabbing like thick substance on my hands and the palms of my hands yeah and um i realized it was honey it was like looked mm -hmm. like honey it was dripping from my hands and it was just like the like cover coated my hands with honey from heaven and i was like whoa that's interesting and i'm praying like i'm seeing this and i don't know what it means and i i, I start to see myself like trying to get in my house with honey hands 
And I, so I open the door and like, obviously I have to touch the handle of the door to open up the door to my house. I touch it and I get honey all over the doorknob and everything. And I go inside and I'm like, you know, leaning on the couch and I get honey all over the couch. Mm. And then my daughter comes up to me and and wants to hug me. So I hug her and I get honey all over her back and I get it on their hair because I started touching her hair just as like a motherly thing. Like you touch their hair. And then she got angry at me because I got honey all over her hair and messed up her hair, (laughs) like nodded everything. Yeah. And then I go over to the cabinets of my of my kitchen and I'm trying to get in the cabinet. So I touch the cabinet knobs and there's this honey. Every, it's sticky. It's everywhere. And I'm like, what is happening? What does this mean? And as I looked down at my hands, there was like hair in the honey and like dirt, you know, because I had touched yeah. my kid's hair and doorknobs and everything else. I picked up stuff because honey is sticky. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I kind of, I went away from that, like not feeling great because I'm like, geez, I contaminated the honey. And uh, I saw like our meetings too. And I saw myself going over to like somebody's leg who had like a wound in it. And I touched the wound um, and put honey on the wound Mm. because, you know, honey has healing properties. And so I'm like, God, I don't know what this means. Like, I don't want to contaminate. I went away the whole week feeling bad because I was like, I don't want to contaminate this good gift that you've given me, God. Like what? I don't want to dirty this gift and like screw it up. Like I don't want to screw up what you're doing, you know? And so... I'm, I'm praying about this and, and I, and this is a different vision for a different day, but you know, he takes me to this place and then we're talking. And so I ask him like, God, what was the honey? What does the honey represent? And he was like, ah, the honey is a gift. I was like, what is it? He's like, these revelations, you know, it's revelations. It's, it's the visions. It's, it's a gift. It's just a gift. I'm giving you a gift. And I was like, okay, like, what am I supposed to do with it? And, and he's like, whatever you want. Mm. I was like, what do you mean whatever I want? He's like, it's a gift. Do you give gifts and tell people what to do with them? Wow. I was like, no. He's like, I don't either. He's like, I just give you gifts because I want to give you good gifts. Yeah. He's like, I just enjoy you enjoying the honey. He's like, you can do whatever you want with it. He's like, you want to put it on wounds and heal wounds with it? Sure. Yeah. You want to eat it for yourself? Fine. Do you want to share it? Fine. You want to sell it? Put it in a bottle and sell it? Do it. It's your yeah. gift. It's you're free to do whatever you want with the gifts I give you. And I was like, that's a wild concept to me. <laughs> um, why, where do we learn the opposite? Like, why, do, <laughs> why, why is our the default the opposite? <laughs> <laughs> Religion, like, yeah. you have got to, <laughs> you better go out and tell everybody about this honey, you know, yeah. whatever. And God's like, no, it's cool. Like, it's a yeah. gift. And, yep. you, and what he told me, he's like, there's many more gifts. He's like, yeah. you want more honey? I'll give you more honey. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait, God, like, what about the hair and the the dirt and the honey? Like I screwed up the honey. I made it gross and like I contaminate it with like my humanity. You know, it's yeah. like I got hair in it. It's aspects of me and my kid and my family and my house. I was touching things with it. Yeah. I don't want to ruin what you've given me. Mm. I don't want to make it worse or contaminate it. And he was like, he was like, I'm not threatened when you're wrong. Well, He's like, you know, if you get it wrong, it's not a big deal. Hmm. And he was like, do you, do you make a big deal out of, I have the perfect example for this now. So Lily, <laughs> well, first of all, I'll finish my thought. He's like, do you get upset with your daughter if she comes to you with this idea that isn't quite right? Yeah. But, you know, she's a little wrong, but you don't need to correct everything that they're wrong and they'll figure it out on their own. Yeah. Is that it would be a problem if she stays like that and doesn't learn or grow, Mm. but you know that naturally she will grow and mature and she'll find out the real truth. And that's okay to let that happen without you correcting everything. Some things aren't worth being corrected. Right. And he was like, same with me. He's like, I'm not threatened when you get it a little wrong. And he said, the problem is, is when you refuse to grow or when you refuse to learn. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. But he said, that's not your case. You'll grow and you'll learn. And what you knew yesterday, tomorrow, you might be like, well, I was kind of right. But yeah. now I understand it's actually this. And like, that is okay because it's a part of a growing process. It's healthy. It's healthy growth. Yeah. And, and and I have a perfect example for that because Lily was like, <laughs> she comes to me and she's like, mommy, when I grow up, I'm going to be a babysitter because they make a lot of money. And it's a really fun job. Like, that's what I want to do when I grow up. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, they make a lot of money. And I was like, okay. Like, we all know babysitters don't make money. Like, come on. But am I going to say that to her? No. Why? 
because she's gonna learn. Yeah. She'll learn and figure out that babysitters make like nine dollars an hour. Like unless you live in a rich area of town, you're making more, you know. Yeah. But um, so it's kind of like that, right? And so he was like, "I'm not threatened by the hair, and I'm not threatened by the dirt." And he's like, I'm not threatened by your humanity. He's like, those things make you human. Mm. And he's like, I actually really like humans. I created you. <laughs> he's like, if you forget in the garden, I said it was good. I created yeah. Adam and Eve. I breathed life into them. I said, this is good. And he's like, humanity is good. He's like, your flesh and sin nature, that's bad. But he said, you have freedom from the flesh now. Yeah. I have died on the cross so that you may have freedom from your sinful flesh. So you wow. may have to deal with the flesh and tell it where to go which is, and starve it. But that is not who you are anymore. Mm. Your humanity is and always will be good. And so yeah. I'm not threatened by dirt or hair, uh, dirt and hair and the honey. And he's like, a little dirt, a little hair never hurt anybody. If you yeah. ate that, it wouldn't hurt. Honey still tastes sweet. Yeah. So um, that kind of blew my mind just because beautiful. of so many things I've been taught in the past about how, well, you know, you have to make sure you're perfect and make sure, you mm -hmm. know, like you have it all set, you know. I, I Pretend everything's fine. God knows where we're going to get things wrong, you know. Maybe, you know, five years from now, I'm going to listen to this podcast and be like, she didn't know what she was talking about, you know. Yeah. And that's okay because it's a process. And if God's patient with me, I can be patient with me too. Um. And I think that just goes into our how God views us and how mm. his relationship with us is not condemning. It's not harsh. It's not like no. how we've been told it has been mm. or how the enemy will lie to us about. That's the thing. The enemy is always there to reinforce all of the bad thoughts and perceptions we have oh, of yeah. God. yeah. It's his favorite thing. Mm -hmm. oh, he'll lie to you all day long about Jesus and about God. So... um, you know, it's it's kind of how how this goes, but God's not threatened by um, you know things that you make make us unique in our humanity, and 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 you know if we get things wrong. Yeah, I don't remember why you wanted me to talk about this now. I feel like we because went that goes down well our... with you know what God told me in the shower that you know. Oh yeah, we appreciate too. Like, we gotta unique. go because the battery is like at three <laughs> percent. All right, I'm I'm scared. If Thanks like... for listening. Yeah, tune in next week. Yeah. Um. Have thanks. a good week. Thanks for listening. Bye. This, this, was awesome. <laughs> this episode was awesome. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. <laughs>